Hello there. Welcome once again to Footsteps with Impact, the podcast where prayer meets your needs. Today we are going to be praying for God to give us an understanding of His sovereignty over our prayer and the power it gives our prayers when we pray knowing that God is sovereign over our prayers and everything that we say. See, when you understand that God is sovereign over your prayers, then you realize that the very prayer that you're praying is coming from the Lord. Because in the book of Romans, it tells us that um, the Holy Spirit is the one who guides us in our prayer, for we know not what to pray. So when you recognize that even the very prayers, the very words that you are speaking are from God, then you realize the powerful nature of those same words. Again, Peter admonished us and he said that speak as if you are speaking the oracles of God. In other words, when you pray, you are speaking as if you are speaking the very words of God. And we know one thing, that the words of God are, are creative, the words of God are powerful, and the words of God never come back to him void. Now prayer is a form of worship and Jesus said that they that worship God must worship him in truth and in spirit. So it's important that you stay in the spirit in order for you to speak and pray the words of God. So if you want your prayers to be powerful and effective, you have to be in the spirit. You have to let the Holy Spirit guide you. And we know one thing, that God's word never comes back void to him. Your prayers will come back answered. At the tomb of Lazarus, Jesus prayed and said, God, I thank you, Father, that you hear me and that you answer me. So as you see, Jesus knew that he was praying Holy Spirit prayers and he knew that God would answer those prayers. Recognizing and understanding the sovereignty of God is of paramount importance in our quest to pray effectively. See, regardless of what we know or do not know, regardless of what we think or we do not think, regardless of what we believe or do not believe about his sovereignty and prayer, God will not change. God is God. He is sovereign. He is all-powerful. And once we get that truth and understanding, then our prayers will be so powerful that when we pray, there is power behind the words that we speak. So it's for our benefit to understand and accept this sovereignty of God over our prayers. We have to know certain principles, and one of them is this. Principle number one, we have to know who we are praying to. A praying person with faith knowledge and understanding of the word and nature of God is ahead of the one who is just praying in just in faith. In other words, faith is generic. You can believe in things that do not have power. You can believe in witchcraft, you can believe in Mohammed, and you can pray to them, and people do pray to them. But you know what? When you pray knowing and having faith in God, the Almighty God, and His Son Jesus Christ, and knowing who He is, then there is power in that kind of prayer. Do you know that witch doctors also pray and fast? But there is no power in what they do. Because the person whom they are praying to or the people or the objects that they are praying to have no power. But for us we are praying to a God who is powerful, the maker of the universe, the one who sustains and maintains everything that you see or do or hear or touch. Everything is maintained by him. In fact, knowing this kind of authority of who God is, uh, is so impressive that Jesus was so impressed by the Roman centurion. Jesus commended the centurion with praise and immediate answer to his prayer. Uh, Matthew 8, 5 through 13. When Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him asking for help. Lord, he said, my servant lies at home, paralyzed and in terrible suffering. Jesus said to him, I'll go and heal him. And the centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof, but just say the word and my servant will, will be healed. 
for I am a man of authority also, with soldiers under me. I tell this one go, and he goes, and the other one come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does. When Jesus heard this, he was astonished, and said to those following him, I tell you the truth, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. See, you see, right now in Israel at that time, there were Pharisees and all those people who knew the word, who knew uh, supposedly uh, the scriptures. But they didn't have the fa their faith placed in the right place. Their, their faith was in the scriptures themselves, not in the person of the scripture who is Jesus Christ. Because he was walking right before them and they did not recognize him. Now, after recognizing who Jesus is, we come to the second principle, which is really a principle that if we are not aware of it, it will, cause, it will have a negative impact on our belief or on the results of our prayers. When one fails to understand uh, this divine authority and sovereignty over all things, then one puts limits on what God is able to do. Unbelief is born out of such limitation when we limit God. We inevitably sink. You know, similar to when Peter was on the water, because of his unbelief, Peter started to sink. In a similar way, the disciples, uh, the Bible talks about them in uh, Mark 6.52, when the Bible shows that uh, because of the disciples' lack of understanding of the authority and ability of Jesus, when he performed the miracle of the loaves, their hearts were hardened. And this includes Peter. When Jesus performed the miracle of the fish and the bread feeding thousands, they should have at that point understood who he was, uh, the authority he had over material things, over matter. Now, they did not understand that. And this is where we find Peter when he started to sink in the water because he did not understand that. So the same thing with the disciples who were in the boat, scared with him. The Bible says in Mark 6.51, And he went up unto them into the ship, and, and the wind ceased. And they were so amazed in themselves beyond measure and wondered. For they considered not the miracle of the loaves, for their heart was hardened. See, you see, the Bible is referring to their lack of understanding of the miracle of the bread. And it's, it's making reference to their current situation, which is in the boat. The, the boat is, they feel like the boat is sinking, the waves are going back and forth. But because of their lack of understanding of who he was when he performed the bread miracle, they at this time are scared and worried and they think that they're going to sink. And many times we find ourselves in that situation because we don't even understand what Jesus did for us a month ago, a week ago, or even a day ago. And so when we are going through a situation because we did not understand what he did for us, we may have taken it and accepted it, but did not understand it. And those two things are different. Then we cannot apply what he did yesterday to the situation of today. This is what the Bible is talking about here. See, knowing means that there is work involved. And this work involved usually means that th there has to be an understanding. And the only way you're going to understand certain things in the Bible, in the spiritual realm, is to be on your knees in prayer. That's when the Holy Spirit explains things. There is seeking and learning involved. There is deep, fervent praying involved in many situations. So when we are praying today, we may really be preparing ourselves for the situation of tomorrow. We don't just believe or just say our prayers and then stop there. God in his sovereign right will grant answers to prayers as he so chooses. That We have to understand that, that God will grant prayers as he so chooses because he is sovereign. Because he judges based on our heart. His sovereignty supersedes our acquired knowledge. 
or perceived hard work or position or anything like that. God is a fair and a just God. That's why He is God. Because He will judge us fairly. He will decide fairly. He will do what He has to do for you and I based on what He sees as God. So we have to understand that God is sovereign over our situations and even over the prayers that we pray. One of the things we have to understand, one other principle, is that our position has to be in Christ. That's why when we pray, we always say, in the name of Jesus Christ, because that's the only way. That's a principle that we have to understand. It's not just a simple principle where we just say, oh, in the name of Jesus Christ, and then things are done. We have to understand that these things are biblical, and that um, God really intended for us to know what he is doing. The book of Colossians is a very good book uh, when it comes to uh, spiritual uh, warfare or even uh, any other prayer. Many times people do not understand it because it's talking about um, powers and principalities. The book of Colossians is positional because it establishes the position of Jesus Christ as the authority over all things, over all creation and the believer right here. And so we ourselves have to be in Jesus Christ. When the principles in the book of Colossians are used, demons are scared, demons understand it, and demons run. For example, if we read uh, Colossians 1 verse 12, it says, Giving thanks to the Father, who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in the kingdom of light. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves in whom we have redemption and the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of over all creation. For by him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, wherever thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things were created by him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church, he is the beginning of and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he, he might have supremacy. So my friend, you're praying to God, you're praying to Jesus Christ, who is supreme over all things and everything. This is a very important principle for us to know. Another principle that we have to understand as we pray effectively is that God is sovereign in purpose. He has a purpose for everything that he created. He had divine planning for everything. So when things are happening to you, it's many times the enemy is trying to disrupt this uh, divine purpose and planning. But when you understand that things are happening to you because of a reason and a purpose, then you know and go to the one who set the purpose and the devil does not want you to do that. Actually, in Colossians 1.20, it says that, And having made peace through the blood of his cross by him to reconcile all things unto himself, and by him I say whether they are things on earth or things in heaven. So God wants to reconcile everything. He has a purpose. He realizes that things have fallen apart, and he wants things to reconcile back to him. Actually, in Philippians 2.13, it also says that, For it is God who works in you to will and to act according to his good purpose. Second Corinthians 5.19 says that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting men's sins against them, and he has committed to us a message of reconciliation. So the other principle is that God wants us to be reconciled back to him. And when we see that, then we realize that, wait a minute, this God I'm praying to really wants me to come close to him. Another principle to understand in prayer is that the God is sovereign in morality. 
See, we worship a righteous God who makes no error in his judgments and actions. His character is holy, righteous, and holy, just. The Bible is full of references of him uh, in this area. In prayer, it's important to make such affirmations as one petitions or worships God. It is an effective reminder to the praying person of whom he or she is approaching. But we need to remind ourselves that, wait a minute, I'm praying to a holy God. I'm praying to a God who is morally sovereign. Now, I do realize that we've gone over several principles, and you may not remember each one of them, but I encourage you to download the podcast and listen to it again. Take a piece of paper and pencil and write them down, and then go over them, study them, study the Word, the Scriptures that I've given you, and it's going to help you. And I trust that the Holy Spirit, the guide and the, the teacher of everything, is going to teach us through. So now let us pray based on these principles, and pray that God will show us His sovereignty and teach us to understand how sovereign he is over our situation and our prayers especially father in the name of jesus you are the god of creation lord your word says that you are the god who created everything and everything is sustained and maintained by your word Father, I pray for my brothers and sisters out there, those who are listening to this podcast, Lord, those who want to understand the situations taking place in their lives, Father. I ask you, Father, that you may touch them and teach them. Holy Spirit, be their leader and their guide in everything that is from the Word. Show them how to understand the sovereignty of God over everything, especially our prayers, that when we pray, and we are praying in the Holy Spirit, that we are praying guided by the Holy Spirit, it's the Word of God that we pray, because the Holy Spirit knows the heart of God and he is the one who leads us and guides us in everything that is of God and so Holy Spirit I ask you in the name of Jesus the Son of God that you may lead these people Lord into understanding the sovereignty of your of your power in every situation Lord you're sovereign in purpose let these people realize that you're sovereign in your purpose of creating us you have a reason why you created us or given us whatever we have and whoever we are that Lord you make no mistakes or errors and despite who we are, where we were born, how we speak, how we, uh, how we look at things, Lord, you are sovereign. Regardless of what tribe, what color we are, what nationality we are, God, you are sovereign. You intended it that way for your own good purpose and pleasure, even as we have seen in the word. Lord, I also pray that you may show us, you may teach us to understand, Lord, that you are a God who is sovereign in morality. In other words, every decision that you make, Lord, it is moral, your decisions are just, and your, de your decisions are unquestioned, Lord. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that these people will realize that your sovereignty in morality means that every decision that you make, Lord, is righteous and just. And that, Lord, Heavenly Father, is for the good of the human race, is for the good and purposes that you intended for us to be, Lord. Father, I pray for my brothers and sisters out there that they may realize, Lord, that you are sovereign beyond human comprehension. We may not understand the things that you do, but, Lord, even as you talked with Job and asked him where was he when you were creating the universe, Lord? Father, many times we don't know what's happening. Father, so many times your hand of protection has come over us and we don't, we didn't even realize it, Lord. So many times, Lord, you've provided, Lord, and we didn't even realize it, Lord. You're sovereign beyond human comprehension, Lord.
Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that these people may understand that you're sovereign in free will, Lord. You have given us a free will, but yet you are still sovereign, Lord. Even though you may let things happen in our lives, you may allow us, Lord, to make certain decisions, but you are still sovereign, Lord, and you judge everything correctly and justly, Lord. Father, I pray that these people may realize that you are a sovereign provider. You provide everything that we need. You provide the air we breathe. You provide for the food that we eat. You provide the ground we walk on. Father, we thank you, Lord, for everything that you've provided, Lord. We thank you that in your sovereign understanding and nature, Lord, you've given us everything, Lord. Every day the sun comes out and shines, Lord. Every day the night comes and we go to sleep, Father. Father, you are a sovereign provider. You provide everything that we need for life and godliness. That's what your word tells us, Lord. So I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that as we pray about your sovereignty, Lord, we may understand that you are the God who created the universe, that everything that was created was created by you, and everything that we have or own is really yours, Lord, and we are just, Lord, using what you have given us to use here on earth. Father, I ask you that you may show my brothers and sisters out there that your sovereignty is for their own good, that, Lord, Heavenly Father, if we fall under your umbrella of protection, your umbrella of sovereignty, Lord, is for their own good, Lord, is for our own good, Father. Father, we can't add anything to you. We cannot take away anything from you. So everything that you put out here is for our own good Father and is for the purposes Lord that you created us to be your God. Thank you Lord. Thank you Jesus for your goodness. Thank you Father for your mercy. Thank you Father for your love. Thank you Father for your sovereignty. So in the name of Jesus. Amen. So my brother and sister I'm encouraging you to read about God's sovereignty, to seek His sovereignty in your situation. He is above all, He knows everything, and nothing surprises Him. Amen.